Hello and welcome to episode 593 of the Leakhouse Podcast. I am Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aiden Rockarts. Yo, what's good? And Colton Sweat. Happy Tuesday, Nicholas. Happy Tuesday, indeed. Uh, on this week, we're going to be hearing about one new patron. Uh, a pretty, I mean, pretty interesting amount of Leakhouse news. Uh, a new tournament. Uh, there's no new news. We're going to get a big patch next week, I'm sure. Um, so we're here from NordVPN. Probably have a little guaranteed guffaw slash bi-weekly discussion uh, and then move into roundtable and mail fight. But first, Aiden, how was your week? Good. I'm good at League of Legends. I guess. Whoa. Yeah. He's You're so good it. at League of Legends. I got my main up to 200 LP. Woo. Uh, I got it up to 200 LP without losing a game, too, which was cool. Um, and then I, then I lost some games. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> but I'm still about 200 LP. Um, it, the game keeps putting me fucking support though like the role is easy to like secondary like um like secondary role but like fuck man i played four games of support in a row with like top as my primary that's crazy because i i spoiler i've played a little bit this week and i got 80 carry more than i ever have this entire season that's my secondary yeah you don't, you don't support secondary. i uh yeah, yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i got 80 carry even though that's my secondary role, like so often. Oh, I feel like no one plays eighty carry. I feel like that's not crazy. Ah, okay, maybe I should change that. <laughs> yeah, just make it mid, like every other True. person. It's yeah, it's weird that like everybody has to do mid. Like, I, I feel like it's definitely jungle is the most often where it's like if you put jungle secondary, you're yeah. gonna get jungle more than your primary, <laughs> and then like support, and then probably like bot top mid. Because, like, as, as bad as top is, a lot of people play top. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's way more popular at lower elos, too. Like, it goes yeah. down, like, a lot as you get up ranks. From up to, like, gold is, like, the most popular role. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. It, it's it's wild. Um, how how was ranked for you, Nick and Aiden? Well, my, Aiden, you already told us. I'll talk about yeah. mine later. Yeah, yeah, my rank was good, though. Uh, I played Tom Kench, and then I started building Heartsteel because Freak told me that I have yeah. to build Heartsteel uh -huh. because he said that, he, he said that it's a scale. It's going to be a scaling buff for Tom Kench when they, like, change him. So, like, I have to build Heartsteel because all the fucking iron support Tom Kench is build Heartsteel. <laughs> Uh -huh. That was the only thing that like, actually made me mad. Like the rest of it, like I, like the reality is the guy deals with enough shit that fucking he can he can put an arrow through my character if he wants. Um, but like, dude, when someone asked him like, oh, like is this like a, like a change for support Tom Kench? And there's like a it's like a ten comment chain. And the gist of what he's saying is that well, like the majority of Tom Kench support players build hard steel with grasp. Um, so this should be a buff for them. And it's like no, I mean seventy percent of Iron Tom Kench supports build. Heart steel and 60% of them take grass, but then that number goes down to uh, like 5% of them taking grass at like masters. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Yeah, I, uh, I don't, I just don't understand. Like, maybe you could take it into melee matchups, right? It's just fucking but, bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, but why are you ever like not taking a better mythic? Yeah. Even like or, the stuff uh, about like, like top lane, like, yeah, heart steel is the most popular item. Even in like high elo, it's still the most popular yeah. item. Uh, every single like good Tom Kench player, um, okay, not every single one. There was one good Tom Kench player who goes heart steel, and every single other one like goes virtue, Jack Show, Evan Shroud, <laughs> like any other item. Because um, heart steel is like a very niche item, what you can build it in, and especially when like based on team comps, if they pick Kogma or Vayne or whatever, yeah, you, just you, just can't, you can't build yourself. fucking heart steel. Um, 
people still build it because they'll do autopilot but anyway so like i can even understand him like arguing like that like oh it's like performs well and also this is a good way to change him or whatever but like it's just so sad going like oh this character has like four mythics you could build you can even build like rod of ages proto belt like there's like a lot of other like niche ones that you could build and now it goes well if you don't build hard steel <laughs> your character is turbo nerd <laughs> so I don't know, i'm a little upset about that but uh it's okay because i i believe in the balance team to uh, eventually gave us a top lane change um and it's and it's fine because your character is super strong i mean i mm -hmm. if I you sort by only at, me playing the game he has a really high d2 winner. plus tom kench top players it's yeah, like 54 yeah. percent yeah that's so funny actually just all my games <laughs> do you know what the, it, like do you know what the sample size is by it, it was like, like 180 games. games i think yeah okay and you've played a decent amount yeah i've probably played like 30 of those but yeah and then um, when I when I sorted it to Masters Plus, it was like sixty, and I'm like half literally half of these are Aiden, which is, and half of me are the so fucking funny. GM guy. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, cool, but uh, yeah, that's kind of like all of my solo queue news. Um, it was fun though. Uh, still playing a lot. Uh, I can't get my Smurf to bastard here. I'm having this issue <laughs> where I failed six series now on my Smurf. Six. Trying. Um, they, you I dodge, do play my warm up game on it, <laughs> so it's not like I'm playing like perfect. I play my warm up yeah. game and then go play my, my man. So like I'm warming up during it, um, and I'm also still playing in like master 500 games because uh, of mm. the MMR. But like it's just funny, dude. My main sitting 200 points master playing in like 500 point games, and my Smurf sitting in D1 playing in like 400 point games. <laughs> See, and that's why you shouldn't make new accounts, everybody. Yeah, hmm. uh, it's so funny. You shouldn't perpetually dodge series and decay down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's all for like League of Legends news. Some other like League Cast news that we'll get to in a bit, though. Yeah. What about you, Nick? Colton? Or Colton? Or <laughs> I'll Nick? go. Um, I uh, I also played some League. I'm trying to get back into it a little bit since the end of the rank split is coming up, uh, and I would like to be Masters at that point in time. I'm currently D1 70 points, so it's been going pretty well. I think I played six seven games i played seven games and went two losses five wins so it's been going pretty well been uh checking out new rel she's very good she is also just very very similar to old rel um which was also obscenely good it's funny how long rel has been like over 53 percent win rate and just nobody cares mm -hmm. um like i think she's been over 53 percent win rate for like six months honestly yeah it's um, weird though because like i i don't feel like she's been op if that makes sense i i she's just like a super low player rate character she was like yeah. she's definitely op before the rework like she's just being abused by people who wanted to play her like mm. f actually just like good in pro play too and then they reworked mm. her and then she just became even stronger <laughs> yeah so yeah, there's uh there's definitely some like little things that like you can't do anymore because of the E change, which like I think defensively it, it's just so iffy because like sometimes having the old E would be better and sometimes the new just Q stun is better. Um, but it's uh it's it's been pretty fun. She's very strong, um, and you can kind of int because she's an engaged support, so it doesn't really matter as long as you CC something. <laughs> The funniest thing is she's getting jungle buffs next patch. Oh yay! That's very that's very exciting. Learn your finger support and buffing her jungle. Yeah, I can't fucking believe they're buffing her jungle. 
I don't know yes. why. Like, wow. it, why, like, okay, they didn't hit her too hard, but like, she's still like forty-seven percent is like this goofy support jungler. Like, it's yeah. not awful. <laughs> yeah, but it's everybody so needs to have a strong potential in the jungle. I mean, I, I guess I kind of like, like, like if if you think about the game as a whole, like having the ability for every character to have like two good roles like Mm -hmm. i don't think that that's a bad thing to strive for Mm -hmm. but i also think it's like a lot of characters really just should be the one role like sure like you can build a world where like soraka or yumi are viable like mid or top or something but like it's not really necessary I, I don't know. I feel like there's like obviously there should be characters that that can flex. I think like Karma's probably the like historically the best example of it. Um but I I think it's a bad idea if every character had two roles. I think draft then just becomes like at least in pro play like just whoever has last pick, right? Cuz then you, mm-hmm. you just counter pick. <laughs> I guess yeah. I don't know. It it, it is really tough, yeah, cuz like I, I, again it it feels sometimes that like bad if a character can like only at all be played in a single way. Yeah, and I think that typically like the the secondary like should be very weak. Like it should be probably like a forty six, forty seven percent option. But like if you want to, you can do it. And like you can have fun. You probably shouldn't do it in ranked, right? Like I can play Kindred mid, not nearly as good as her jungle. I could play Kindred bottom, not nearly as good as her jungle. But like those should be playable but not good i guess mm-hmm. is my thought yeah i, I um, guess like playable to me <laughs> i mean un, un or bad would be like i don't know like 40 percent. but mm-hmm. yeah that's anyway okay. semantics um, so yeah that's been my week of league of legends uh, i've also been playing two new video games that aren't league of legends which is Whoa. normally more new games than i pick up in a year um so I've been playing Halls of Torment, which is um, like a roguelike dungeon crawler, very similar to Vampire Survivors, um, and then a, a card game called Roguebook, another roguelike game. <laughs> where you draft cards and explore a little map. It's kind of like uh, For the King plus Slay the Spire. Oh, daring! You're, you're today. like a deck builder dungeon crawler. You ever heard about that? <laughs> What are you, you doing really that like... one, Nato? <laughs> just thinking. <laughs> hey, what kind of game is that? I I like what I like, and I'm gonna play it. Fair so... enough. <laughs> uh, so I've been playing a lot of those. It's been a lot of fun, um, and it's outside of that. It's been hot as fuck in Texas, mm-hmm. and uh, that's not fun. But you know, the the burning flames of the Texas heat aren't nearly as unbearable as as the hell of top lane so <laughs> aiden's aiden's been living through worse <laughs> nick how i don't know kind of seem aiden it kind of seems like you don't have to try for wins i don't just, that's if you it's just literally turbo, just fucking zero him <laughs> you just turbo sprinted every game and you're guaranteed to get a win that's the it's colton crazy. special it's so true yeah i don't know how you how you took that from me <laughs> but <laughs> we're, eventually we'll all merge and become the same player <laughs> I hope not. Uh, Nick, how's your week? What you thanks. been up to? Um, I don't know if I talked about it last week. Um, I guess I should talk about League first. I played a couple ranked games, almost decayed, um, but I didn't. Um, I think I am down 19 LP from where I was last week. Um, 
but I think overall, like I'm playing pretty well. I don't feel like I'm playing much worse after taking a very long break from ranked, which maybe isn't uh, is kind of a testament to how poorly I was playing before the break. But um, yeah, yeah, just hoping, just hoping that uh, I also could end master. That would be pretty cool if the three of us did. Mm-hmm. Um, You're 61 points right now. Yeah, you're 61. the lowest rank here. I am. I but am. You, you've I, taken my spot, Nick. I have been dedicating most of my time in such a poor choice of uh, uh, of my life. Uh, yeah, poor <laughs> choice of my time to level an account. Um, so that's been uh, primarily where my league time has gone. And mm-hmm. um, I just hit level 28. Boy, howdy, what a mistake this is. Um, I Yeah. Hope to I, never do it again. I've I've hand leveled uh, like two and a half accounts. It's it's not pleasant. It's just garbage. Like yeah, it's it's, I, it's wild how much fucking time you have to invest. Right, right is really lucky that like there are a lot of players who bought in early because leveling in this game fucking sucks. Like may, maybe it's different when you're like a a, a brand new player. Um, and you still have the excitement of like, whoa, what does Cater- what does Gragas do? He looks cool. Um, Maybe but... I don't know. I, so often in video games, do I feel like the progression is like too slow? And it's like for the first like maybe twenty percent, you're like, okay, this is cool. This is new. I'm figuring it out. I'm learning what stuff does. And then the next eighty percent is you're just like. Okay, I understand what all this stuff uh, is and what it does, and I just need to acquire it to be able to actually play the game. And I'm not playing the game anymore to have fun. I'm just playing it to be able to play it a month I do from think now. League 13 years ago at this point was a little bit different, mm-hmm. considering they were releasing new characters every two uh, every two mm-hmm. weeks. Um, which, considering our listeners are probably newer, um, <laughs> it was it was a fucking wild time. Um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It, um, it does feel a little, a little slow. So, um, yeah, two more levels, hoping to get my first one of the day bonuses and and that'll be plenty to get me to 30, but who knows? I also don't think I have enough blue essence yet to buy every character that we, that's in our pool. Um, I certainly don't have enough to, um, to buy them and also have some on standby for, uh hey today is is a collie day you know in terms of win rate <laughs> so it's, so it's funny, just man. it's just so funny that like at this point i think aiden you did the math and it's gonna take like probably 200 aram games which like okay haha arams but it'd be like 150 way... summoners rift though like it's for... it's the only way i can actually get a playable game uh considering uh i don't know it takes me probably 20 minutes to get into a summoner's rift game yeah only for it to last 15 minutes um and uh yeah it's a in the the opposite side of that would be oh i can spend three dollars and have an account with more essence than yeah than i I, I have hand leveling an account you just spend 100 hours hours leveling an account yeah where i can afford 18 champions (laughs) i can afford fewer characters and it was a nightmare I, you yeah. know, the benefit is, like, it's not going to get banned for for being bot leveled. Um, yeah, it will be just when you say fuck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, um, is, is there a contingency just in case something happens? What do you mean? <laughs> in terms of, uh, in terms of someone's account. 
Oh, if, like if, if one we of were to lose eight and nine and level the accounts that we're gonna I'm, I'm fucking buying my account. Uh, I would recommend anyone if you ever want a League of Legends account to buy one. By the way, yeah, Look honestly, honestly, uh, same. I agree. Um, but you know, if I feel like it's banned, I'll just like start over, or I'll like say wherever I was was like a good pe- good enough peak, and I'll be happy with it. I'm not too worried. Gotcha. Um, not that I think that's a serious concern. I'm sure Riot doesn't care. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think that's it for league um so i guess i can talk about some other stuff that that'll be more fun uh for me i don't know if i mentioned this when was june 2nd oh it was a while ago um but i watched the new spider-man did i mention it you mentioned that last week for sure but i don't remember like what else you mentioned or not okay spider-man good i'll say that (laughs) spider-man good um i finished ghost of tsushima this week and i think that game is very good i feel like i should like me personally should have enjoyed it more like that environment was super cool the setting is is really awesome i felt like the the um like a lot of the stories were really compelling to actually do as a side quest but i I just like couldn't get into playing more at some point i was just like all right i want to finish the main story and then i want to uninstall the game like i'm I'm done <laughs> but i don't really know why um but good game i uh, i liked it i think i don't know if, i don't i don't know if i've already mentioned this conversation i think i said eight out of ten so pretty pretty solid i would recommend it um and i think that's it moving on to oh moving on to hollow knight I tried um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot and got like four minutes in, and then I was like, "Ah, this this kind of sucks so far." So then I uh, will be trying Hollow Knight, which is a game that I also put down at the very very start, um, but I uh, given it another try. So I think that's it. We can get into the show now. Sorry for making everyone listen to not League of Legends. I know we hate that. Um, so cool. First up, we have one new patron. It's Zill. Thank you for supporting us. Uh, Aiden, tell us about some League Cast news. Tournament this weekend on Saturday. Signups are closed, but you can come Poggers. watch. It's a random tournament where teams get random characters and they have to duke it out. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, that's what, what time? One. Uh, 4 p.m. EST. 4 p.m. EST. Pog, pog, pog. Be there pog, or be pog, square. Pog. Um, other things. Um, episode 600 is coming up. I'm starting to prepare fun stuff. So be be ready for that. It'll be fun. Um and then um, I guess I might, I don't know. I need, still need to gauge interest in this. I still, part of me wants to, there was a lot of interest, but it's also a lot of work. I still consider, want to do that like master student thing that I was like talking about like mm-hmm. a couple months back. For those who don't remember, uh, it was the thing where because there's two splits, it's a very easy way to judge like, hey, you finished X split, X rank this split. And then next rank, you, next split, you might finish higher. So my idea was, uh, people in our Discord could sign up to be either masters or students, uh, and masters would be like plat plus players, and students would be like obviously like gold below players. Um, and you'd be paired up with like a student would be paired up with a master, um, and then you would like just like work together. Like it wouldn't be like actual like coaching or whatever. I'm not fucking saying these people need to like spend hours like vod reviewing you and stuff like that. But like you guys can figure something out. Like whether it's like just chatting, ask them questions. Maybe every once in a while they'll look over a game for you. Um, and I, I think that'd be like a cool way to like get engagement in our Discord. Um, 
obviously the one thing that I'm worried about is that there's some people who will take it more seriously and there's some people who will take it less seriously and I don't want to be in the crossfire of like people being yeah. like my platinum player who's not getting paid to teach me is not teaching me as much as I would like so that's what I'm only worried about but I, I, I also am starting to think like maybe that downside isn't like enough of a downside to like not put it together um, so I don't know yeah, maybe I mean, like, let me know maybe what you guys think backups um, you know, but yeah, I mean, my way is my, what I was thinking about doing is there's going to be like way more like, uh, gold Students. blow players. Um, mm-hmm. so I was thinking like people like, uh, higher rank players could take up to three people to like look after depending on what they want. And then they can special, they can say if they want like only 80 carry players, only like certain whatever role players, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I'll think it over. Um, if you guys have any feedback, just let me know. Um, but I think it's a good idea. I just also don't want to fucking deal with a bunch of shit <laughs> if it yeah. becomes it also could just be like one of those things where like this is like a test round of it and we can see how it goes and so i've um, got an idea aiden yes right, cool. so we're we're like high diamond masters players right <laughs> and if we each get one diamond every player, single player in our discord if, if we each get three diamond players to give <laughs> us a dollar a month to coach yeah, them, yeah. and then they each get three platinum players and each of those <laughs> platinum players uh-huh, each get uh-huh. a gold player and we and then they all charge a dollar but it all funnels back up to us does that, does that sound like a good plan that sounds like a lot of money what like how, how would you if you were going to draw this on like a graph like yeah how would know. you describe the shape of this yeah, yeah um i would kind of describe it like a funnel but like with flatter sides so maybe like a uh-huh. pyramid yeah okay, okay. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. that's cool and um, we're, it'd be like a pyramid plan right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and we're okay. we're at the top because we yeah, came yeah. Up with i mean obviously yeah it's yeah game. i like the pyramid plan that's cool and we're we're, uh, we're helping them this is yeah, for yeah. them, not for us. Because <laughs> they're going to get better at League. Mm-hmm. Only other thing I was thinking about doing, um, and I don't, I feel like we, like, you know how, like, there's the statistic, like, every, like, six months or whatever, like, half your audience will be, like, a different audience or whatever. That's um, crazy. Uh, but, or it's, uh-huh. like, some, like, I'm sure it, like, varies based on size. I've heard that before. I'm not sure how true it is. Uh, okay. But, like, people rotate and know. So people probably don't know about this, but, like... <laughs> I don't know, six years ago, maybe it was when y- Yasso was released or Yon was, it was when oh. Yon was released. So not Yasso. So like Lily, a Yon time. So like five years ago, maybe um, I did, did this tournament where <laughs> it was a one V one tournament and every single person had their main character. Um, and when I say they have their main character, there was a hundred and how many characters <laughs> were in the game at the time? Whatever. Yon know, like 150 ish. So, so like there's only one Yon player in the tournament. And then there's one Tom Kench player in the tournament. And there's one Oriana player in the tournament. And it was one V one tournament to see which main is the best. Um, and people signed up by like submitting their three main characters along with their mastery like scores on them. Um, and that's how it was determined who what character you'd get. <laughs> and I'm considering doing that again. It was like a lot of work, but it was also pretty fun. I think, um, mm-hmm. Also, especially just like determining who gets what character is also pretty fun. Um, so if there's any interest in that as well, just like let me know. I'm just trying to like think of like fun stuff to do over the next like couple months. So I think that might be cool. That's it, it is unfathomable to me that that was that long ago. Well, when did it, Yon it get released? Can't be. I feel I, like I it would must say have five been years like... ago is my guess, but no, I think Yone was like oh, only, he's, he's three and a half. No, he's three years. He's three ago. years ago. He's three years ago. Um, I did it. I started on Yone release day. I know that. Okay. Um, but so it was yeah, three years ago. So that might be. I mean, might that's still that wild. Yone was like a new champion, I think, mm-hmm. to all of us. I'm sure there are 20, older. Yeah, three three years basically. I think there are yeah. a lot of older characters that are new to us as well. Like, you remember them being released, and you're like, "Huh, this this character is brand new." 
Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but anyways, that might be a fun thing to do again. It was like also a little bit hands off because it's not like it t- took place all in the same day. It took place like every week you'd have to play like your one or two games and you just mm-hmm. scheduled them yourself against the person. So if people are interested in that, I might also put that together. I'll, it takes a while, but uh, I'll probably put it together like on the day of a release character again because that was really funny. Someone's signing up to be like the Yone <laughs> main um, when they haven't played a single game of That's Yone. so funny, uh-huh. actually. I didn't realize that was the that was the first day. Yeah. It's... But, uh, one thing I, I find hilarious, like jumping back to like Yon being three years old and like us thinking of him as a new character, right? Because like all of us have played the game at this point for 13, 14 years. So like we played the game for 11 years before Yon came out. And like that's weird to think Damn. about to me. That's that's weirder, right? Is yeah. like yeah. I played 11 years of League of Legends without Yone in the game. <laughs> And that was the last time Colton was ever happy playing. This that was the last time game. I was happy. No, the last time I was happy was before oh, just happy I period. installed League of Legends. Oh, uh, I see, I see, I see. That's funny. <laughs> so true. Cool. But yeah, I might do that. Uh, it might be a lot of fun. Um, and that's kind of all my news. Just like, let me know what people are feeling on those. Give me some feelers. I also still want to do like lots of like little mini tournaments. Like I want to do like like Howling Abyss, like one v one tournaments and stuff like that as well. But uh, those will just come normally. Hell yeah, and we're banning Guardian Horn. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Awesome. Yeah, should we... I, I guess we don't have any news, so do we want to hear from uh, from Nord? We can yeah, hear from let's Nord. hear from our friends. We do a bit of Nording. Do a little Nord, get your Nord on. Hey, it's NordVPN. They provide the highest quality encryption and protection for your web traffic. They stop people from looking at your IP address, your physical location, your ISP, all that stuff gets, uh, you know, covered up and protected by NordVPN's super great product. Um, you can also use it to connect to servers all across the country or in different countries. If you need to get access to content that's not available in your country, if you're just trying to be extra super sneaky, if you're worried that the guy who added you after your league game is trying to find you IRL, NordVPN's got you covered. Um, and you can get their product at our exclusive link at nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. You're going to get a bonus month on a two-year plan as well as a discount. And all of that is backed by Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. If for whatever reason you decide you don't want it anymore, you can get your money back. No issues, no hassle. Again, nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. And you're going to get that bonus month for free on a two-year plan. One last time, that link for our listeners, nordvpn.com forward slash leadcast. Thanks, oh, yeah. Nord. Thank you, Colton. And thank you, Nord. Aiden, what you got cooked up for us? <laughs> I found out the guy who played Yone. Uh, Jesus, Aiden, I fucking love this bi-weekly discussion title in our notes, Doc. We're going <laughs> to... We're going to peel back the curtain a little bit for our listeners. We have a, a little doc where we keep our notes in and plan out the show. And, and under this discussion, it just as Aiden, in all caps, I have a couple if we want to shoot this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man's, man's cooked up some t- conversation topics. <laughs> I just want to quickly say, I looked up like who the Yon was in our last tournament, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Never played Yon again. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bleep this anyways. Uh, oh, I'm not gonna bleep it. I'll just, like make it so that, like I'm not gonna bleep noises are annoying when you're like listening to a podcast. So I'm just gonna okay. like silence it. But uh, <laughs> the guy who played Yon, uh, he's this guy named, uh, uh, and I recently removed him off my friends list because he changed his account name to I. Oh my god. <laughs> 
God. So uh, I'm going to point that out. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm like, huh, that name sounds familiar. And I was trying to figure out why. <laughs> Yikes. OK, I'm like, huh. that's a cringe thing to do. So <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Jesus. So, OK. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Small world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Small world, I guess. Surprised Jeez. he's not like a Draven main. <laughs> Christ. Uh, I'm like, damn, that guy probably is 16. But uh, anyways, cool. Yeah. Um, let's talk about our random topics and stuff. I have a couple different things. Um, I'll give you I'll give you three. Maybe we can like choose two of them to like pick from yeah. or whatever, right? So the first one is uh, the Bouse released a solo queue guide a couple weeks ago. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, but I want to mm-hmm. talk about some specifics from there because I think there's some cool information in it. That's a cool one. Um, the next one would be uh, TFT. This is, this is TFT related, but I think we can transition into a league discussion. Is I think later this month, at the end of the month, is removing stat sites' ability to check augment win rates and lo- like the legend win rates. Um, so I'm wondering how a that's going to translate in TFT, and then b could League of Legends do something like that, where like maybe they don't remove all the like you don't remove like champion win rate data from like sites, but you remove like best item build win rates and stuff like that right like some stuff to like obscure stuff so like you're not constantly just like perma like you have to think about the game right you don't just look everything up um mm-hmm. and then the third one um is a discussion on add-ons in league because i've seen seeing a ton of discussion about like how there should be zero add-ons in league at all um which i mean that's not where i fall on the whole discussion but i think there's a discussion to be had on like if our add-ons good should we see more of them should we see less of them or none of them or should riot be implementing the things from these add-ons right and like where's the line of like how much should mm-hmm. add-ons do and stuff like that right how much does it actually augment your gameplay um yeah. you know honestly we could probably talk about all of these to some extent sure um we're only half an hour in so i'm super down let's fucking yeah, let's do, do it let's, let's just go. start at the beginning Cool. Want to talk at the Bouse one first? Then? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, so I'm not sure if you guys have seen the uh, video. It's yes, like a 30-minute video. I would recommend yeah, I anyone like 38 go or something. Mm-hmm. watch it. Especially, like, you don't have to watch the entire thing, especially, like, a lot of it's, like, how his specific strats work. Like, he, he actually explains how to play, like, top Ramus, uh, top Scion, stuff like that. Um, but the interesting parts about it, in my opinion, were the mechanics that he employs based on how League of Legends functions, right? So, like, why Inting Scion works. Um, things that you can abuse in solo queue. Um, like stuff like that I found very very interesting yeah I think that's a a really good starting point and um, honestly in the context of him as a player it may be good to uh, watch the video to understand like why he like averages such high deaths because I think like like if you don't watch any of his content or haven't watched this this guide and you have an opinion on him it's it's probably a little uninformed um but this is definitely a good like starting point. I completely so, agree. As someone who has not seen the video and like is fringe adjacent adjacent with the boss, like I know of him, I know of the strats, but like I, I haven't really watched any of his content. Like mm-hmm. high high level, like because obviously it it works to a level, and like the the man knows what he's doing. Like what what's the secret sauce? Why why does it work? Yeah, so a lot of it comes down to like how the bounty system and how gold uh, works in League of Legends. I would say that's like the basis of most of it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so the way he like thinks about the game is that there's a lot of gold locked up in tower plates, right? Um, and one thing that I would say most people in League of Legends don't know is that tower gold, like from plates. Um, well, I'm not sure hang, well, hang on, Colton. Do you, if you were like maybe maybe it just got spoiled for you, but if you were to think about 
the bounty system and how that functions, would you imagine that the 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 gold that you get from from tower plates would be included in that bounty like calculation like i i think i would imagine it does like if the question is like i know you get bounties if like you know like if the other team is like super ahead of you so like let's say they have ten thousand more gold than you mm-hmm. and so i would think that when calculating how much gold a team has that gold gained from any source including tower plates would count you would you would be incorrect <laughs> yeah yeah so uh Thanks, i'm not sure if it's just plates in general or if it's full towers themselves um he definitely i definitely know plates aren't don't count uh-huh. towards bounties um i don't think he actually explains if towers do um but the gist of it is like if, if you get all 15 plates you can be the most like, ahead in the game gold wise and you will never have a bounty right because that mm-hmm. like gold doesn't uh account for your uh bounty level um so he he like has clips in the video where he's like he's like one in nine in this clip right um, he's up uh, a thousand gold on his laner. Um, he's one in nine, uh, and he, it's just like the, his laner has a fucking like four hundred gold bounty on his head, and he's worth like uh, Scion is worth like fifty gold in this scenario, right? So he's worth fifty gold, has more gold, and his laner has a bounty. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. like. So it's just abu- the whole point of it is that you can abuse systems like this, where if you int as long as you're getting the wave, getting the experience, getting this free gold that doesn't equate for your bounty system, you're just offsetting the entire game dynamics to a point where like you're worth nothing, you have nothing to lose and you have everything to gain and you're not behind mm-hmm. either yeah so i think the 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 biggest takeaway like the the biggest i don't know big picture summary um is that like if you if you look at the game through the lens of like every single thing that you do is going to have like it, it's going to have an opportunity cost and if you're able to like evaluate that opportunity cost at a like super high level the way that he does then dying sometimes is better because you're like the the cost of your action is lower than the than the benefit that you get mm-hmm. and the, yeah. the next point that he leads into is about death timers right so mm-hmm. it's like why he like purposely like kills himself like early and it's like death timers in this game are fucking crazy so they go from six to this is the time for like respawn it's six eight ten twelve fourteen sixteen very normal um, and then 21, 28, like, are the next two. And then it goes back to going up by two, but 30, 32. And so that's like, at 9 and 10? Uh, 6 and 7. 6 um, and 7, okay. 6 and 7 are, like, a huge jump. It's 5 seconds and then uh, another... Sorry, it's 5 seconds, yeah, then another 7 seconds on it. Uh, and those are, like, the only two big jumps in the game uh, for, like, all death timers. So, like, you're trying to mismatch your death timer. Um, you're supposed to, like, try to int on, like, level th- 1 through 5 um, because those are the times that you can get back to lane without, like, being punished as hard, right? So it's, like, like there's these mechanics in the game that no one... I, I really do believe this. No one else thinks about to the degree that he thinks about yeah. the game, which allows him to employ his style so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the next big thing that he touches on that I think is also really really cool um, in these like low like econ lanes so he's obviously weak as fuck when he's like inting um, like purposely running it down trying to get tower so he talks about mismatching tempo tempo a lot I've started doing this a little bit my game is pretty fucking hard to wrap your head around Um, but the whole idea is that you want to be in lane when your opponent is not right when you're behind in the game your best case scenario is you're in lane you push out the wave push out a second wave if you can reset they push in the wave they push out a second wave they reset so you're just constantly off time if they are not if they're in lane in a 1v0 when they're ahead that's so fucking bad for them yeah Mm -hmm. 
don't know. It's just like all there's all these like little things in this video that are just like brilliant ideas that I don't think I've ever seen anyone else talk about in like League of Legends. <laughs> yeah, just because it's really hard to, right? Because I, I think the 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 core of it is that dying is bad to literally everyone except for for him, right? In his in his mentality. Um like dying can be a good thing. You know, you, you give your opponent 300 gold, but you've gained, you know, 400 or 450 from a, a shutdown. Suddenly like that, that's uh, an easy trade to make. And, and you just do that on a macro scale throughout the entire game. And you just have like such a huge lead. Yeah. I mean, one thing that I like, I still don't know if I fully agree with that. He like talks about a lot, but I, I think it's brilliant again is uh, he talks about how like the general narrative when you're behind is play safe. Don't feed anymore. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, like just make sure that you like just farm up and like scale late game. And his whole point is that no, when you are behind, you have that small little gold, like gold, like negative gold bounty. So he's worth like 50 gold, 70 gold, whatever. Um, you should be the one trying to make as big of plays as possible. Right. Because the amount of like value that you can get uh, between like, I guess the delta between how much you're worth and what yeah, you can get yeah. is crazy. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, I, I agree with that. I think it's obviously like circumstantial. If you're in, you, you shouldn't be trying to make huge plays, you know, 15 seconds before the Baron when your team's not ready for it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that like general mindset is, is really good. Um, you, you know, trying to just make opportunities happen to create space for the rest of your team. Uh, I think is a really like positive way to to look at the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess well, the only other thing that I want to touch on that he ever like talks about is he talks about it briefly for like one minute at the beginning of the video is about drafting. Um, and I think this is super interesting too. Um, it's something I don't obviously do at all because I'm a fucking one trick. Um, but he talks about like. Well, he can, first of all, he has his everything rule where his dream team comp in any game of League of Legends is having a little bit of everything, right? A little bit of CC, a little bit of like damage, a little bit of split, mix, mix damage, like kind of everything you can imagine in a team comp rather than going for like the Wombo combo or like all going split or whatever. Yeah. Or, like too much magic damage, too much physical damage. He likes to have a good mix of anything. And his job as a top laner, usually I would say most top laners take their spot in the counter pick, right? Like I counter pick mm -hmm. my top laner. He will counter pick himself to have a, to add whatever his team's missing right he will counter pick like an ap character to top um into a losing matchup because his team has no ap right he thinks that matters infinitely more than winning his lane top lane mm -hmm. which is which, a, a definitely a really interesting pers perspective to have yeah i mean i would say the majority of top laners think that like top lane should i mean i'd say the majority of players think top lane is the counter pick lane right i mean we, yeah. we always talk about like there's no hard counters in league of legends but top lane definitely has a lot of i think <laughs> did you see that post months ago where it was like the top 25 um biggest win rate differences for like lanes are, are um, they all top lane it was like 20 out of the 25 were top lane that's funny matchups, right? yeah um because the guy was originally gonna make that just as like the post like just in general what were like the 10 highest like winner eight things but the top 10 were all top laners so he had to make like <laughs> top five for every role and then he did like a top 25 <laughs> that's so funny uh, huh. but it's like that it's typically how we view the game but if you do employ all these things right you understand how like negative gold bounties work you understand how to um like mismatch your tempo in lane versus like hard lanes that counter you and are ahead um you can pick these and like you can counterpick yourself for the healthier team and it will just help you climb right if you're willing mm -hmm. to play all this stuff it, it's just so yeah. good man like i i do think the way he plays the game is bad for league of legends and i think league of legends should 
implement ways to stop it. I mean, the reality is fucking turrets and turret bounty, like in turret plates and stuff like that, should fucking count towards your bounty. <laughs> like that's a, and if that's I'm, a no-brainer. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> they've already addressed that they they like will be changing it. I could be. Yeah. Wrong about I feel that, like I, I, I remember reading that, it. but this this video is from like two months ago at this point now. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I maybe in like preseason they'll change it or whatever. But like, God, it, it's so crazy when someone can like solve the fucking code of the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, it, it's almost the epitome of like what I have described as is hating about like modern gaming, um, is that it's like so optimized, you know, that it that it becomes like unfun and viewing everything you do as like a just a just a plus or minus like is is not fun yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no it is super interesting but uh definitely like is hard to a hard pill to swallow but that's how the game's played at the top so yeah for mm-hmm. sure for sure yeah and it, it's like you get so many negative reactions when people like play the game differently because of the systems that exist um Mm -hmm. like like a lot of people like hate the boss and i think even like today aiden like you were in in the discord like complaining about that like senna so yumi players (laughs) that 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 both get support yeah i did like i did it's it it sucks because it it does work and it's like as much as like i I dislike the the players that are doing that and like i do it's also like part of the problem is that the system exists in a way that that does work and like, the context for that, by the way, just to give people context, I, I was watching someone stream and then he played against this Senna who, uh, it was weird because she used Senna carry, but she also had the support item. And then I went back and I looked through their games and it's the Senna, uh, Yumi duo. Uh, sometimes she plays Sona instead of Yumi, um, that they duo bought every single game and they both go the support item level one, which just doesn't make sense because neither of them CS. So you're just yeah. fucking, you're just bleeding 200 gold into your turret every single wave. Mm-hmm. Um, but they fucking win with it. <laughs> yeah, like, a lot. I think they had a 70% win rate. And they're obviously Smurfs. Like, I think it's probably pretty mm-hmm. safe to assume. But, like, it's just gross that, like, you can literally just bleed. Like, over the course of a 20-minute game, you're bleeding, um, what is that, like, 4,000 gold just into yeah. your turret bottom lane, assuming no one else is picking it up. And you can win games. It's like, fuck, that just feels like the game is played wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Hell yeah. Cool. Um, do you want to move on to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, let's do the add-ons in League really quick. Um, this is a discussion I saw like a lot on Reddit like a couple weeks ago when I ro- originally wrote it in here. Um, I personally am of the... Mo- I guess like the context is... So in League of Legends, I would say a lot of players now, maybe not the majority, uh, have used programs like Porofester, Blitz app, uh, U.GG, OP.GG. Uh, there's like a billion of them. I was trying to think of some mm-hmm. other ones um, that give you add-ons in League of Legends. And these aren't add-ons like that completely break the game. It's only stuff that you can get from the League of Legends API that Riot has approved, right? So it's stuff like uh, tracking summoner spell things. You can click a button, it will like ha- to count down their summoner timer, summoner spell timer. Things mm-hmm. like it will, you can have overlays that go on every single jungle camp. So when you kill raptors, you know exactly when they'll spawn, right? Because right now it only shows like a minute before and then 15 seconds before. And then blue buff and red buff are like the full timer. Um, it has stuff like it will give you optimal jungle pathings based on like data it will tell you which paths you should go League of Legends has that now but I think it's kind of janky compared to the overlay yeah. ones um, my favorite one is on uh, I think it's Blitz apps uh, overlay it, there's a thing when you hit tab it will count up the gold worth of items anyone everyone in the game has so it will show like oh this top laner has 7,000 gold 
worth of items and you have 9,000 gold worth of items in your inventory right now. So you have a 2,000 gold advantage based off that, right? Obviously, it can't calculate the gold they have in their pocket or whatever, but yeah. it will give you a quick, like, I can hit tab and I can see my team is ahead um, 4,000 gold worth of items, right? And it's like, there's no way to calculate that in game. I mean, you could just count all the items, but like, no one ever is going to fucking do that. And I'm not saying it's like a huge advantage, but like, it's the fact that this data, it wasn't originally accessible to this degree and is it too far, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of some other like crazy ones that are in games, but I, ca- I can't think of like any of the other ones, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either. And I almost feel like that they've done a really good job of limiting like how useful the information it can give you is. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, how useful is knowing that you're up at an item versus your land opponent or when you can press tap and see it, I guess. Um, but for like super high level play, I'm sure that is like, like, um, uh, super beneficial to, to have. Yeah. It's like, none of it's like in its, in itself game breaking, right? Like, like knowing that your Raptors spawn exactly at like a certain time, like that's not game breaking, but if you're not counting that yourself, it might change how you path, right? You might not be pathing towards bottom for when Raptors spawn, right? Cause you'll only get the notification mm-hmm. one minute ahead rather than a minute and a half ahead. Um, stuff like another big one, which once again, you can just ping all your, uh, allies alt timers all the time. They'll fucking think that you're flaming them for picking their alt timers, but like there's overlays that will constantly show on your mini bar, like above like your characters out, your allies, what their ultimate cooldown is. Right. Hmm. Like that's kind of, that's kind of big. Like yeah, I can see sure. my fucking Yasuo's alt is up in three seconds. So I'm not going to go for the knockup for three seconds for him. Like mm-hmm. rather than having to tab see that he's gonna have ultimate ping his ultimate see, look at chat see that it's up in three seconds then go for it like that's kind of important yeah for sure for sure um so i guess it's like the discussion is a should they be in the game at all b if they are in the game should they be there should there be more information accessible or less information and then c um if we were to ban uh, sorry i guess like are we going to ban them? A, yes or no? And sh- or should Riot implement their own versions of these things, right? So um, I don't think they should be banned. Um, but I, I would like to see, you know, Riot just kind of capture the the most popular features and implement them in the in the vanilla client. Um, I think those are, that's the like best way to do... I don't know, game design, right? Is, is you just have someone else do it for you. And then if it's popular, you just take it for yourself. Uh, and then it, it leads to a, a, like a more fair playing field for, uh, for, for everyone. I think well, there was one that was like crazy game breaking that people complained about a while ago that I think got changed or removed or something. It was the, uh, when you, if, if everyone had Poro Faster on your team and then you clicked the summoner spell, um, mm-hmm. you could sync it with the other people in your game's timers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I guess anecdotally, I've never seen anyone use that ever. I- I've never seen um, it work either. But like, it, people were complaining about it, and obviously, yeah. it was at least pitched as that working that way. <laughs> and it, it was a non. It's I mean, it's a non-zero thing, right? Just because the players aren't using it doesn't mean it's not super broken if they do, right? Yeah. So, um, what were what were the other options? Are we changing it or are we are we banning well, it's, it it's more like a a slider of like like fully banning it fully allowing it and increasing what they can do and then the middle ground is like keeping it as it is should riot implement versions of it yada 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 i think keeping it as it is 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 fine um i i i think at the end of the day i would just like to see people have a, a fair shot across the board um i i don't think anyone should 
win or lose a game because they chose to install a third party program on their League of Legends, like for the League of Legends client. I think that's a little lame. Yeah, what, what do you think about, like, um, this is, like, something that I don't see discussed too much, but I think it's, like, kind of interesting. I think it's not discussed because it's not perfect data all the time, is when you're loading into games and you have, like, the overlays that goes, oh, this guy um, uh, plays aggressive or whatever. This guy uh, doesn't ward. Um, like, stuff like that, right? Like, that's not perfect information, but it is playstyle habits that you could, in theory, use that you would never know, right? Like, that's information that... In theory, if you looked up the opponents and then watched their VODs, you would could figure that out. Um, yeah. But, like, that doesn't seem like accessible information. I don't think it's, like, accurate enough that it's a problem. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it's saying the Kindred's aggressive um, helps me out in my League of Legends game. Yeah. But, like, in theory, if it was more accurate, like, if, if the, model, the AI model keeps getting better and they say, oh, this top laner doesn't ward, they ward, like, one in five games or whatever, maybe going for a gank top is more viable than going for a gank bottom because it has a higher success rate whereas like you wouldn't know that unless the game told you that right yeah that's true i guess um hmm i think the only reason it's okay is because they're not good models because it's not good yeah 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 but you're right this is something that i i talked about with a friend of mine today um like ai is like developing crazy quickly Mm -hmm. and it's it's like actually i i feel like really scary um uh, I the the example I I always think of is like I know for a while AI art was like prevalent in a lot of um, Reddit communities and things like that, but you could always tell it was it was just a little bit off, mm-hmm. and it would always be like the fingers, the the fingers would be like fucked up because it didn't know how to do it. But yeah, nowadays like it it's just really good. Um, so I it, it's 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 scary that um. It, it can like move that quick and if yeah if the if the program can say like i mean what if we like take the extreme and say like tom kench buys zero pink wards a game and he on average wards uh between one yeah. minute and one minute 15 yeah, like it could even like in theory if, if it has a big enough sample size it could go tom kench plays aggressive at two to three minutes on average <laughs> like, like in or theory, like that's this character invades on jarvan at blue side yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it, it could get ultra specific and mm-hmm. it's like that's where like i think if the information ever becomes good it's problematic right yeah i i agree um and i think that's a that's a really good way to phrase it like as soon as it's problematic it's a, it's a problem um like obviously but uh, you know it's a it, it's hard to draw that line um because right now i think like I don't know, plays better on blue side or just came off a tilting loss. Like it, it first time ch- this character, like, yeah, yeah it like, doesn't change much, but yeah, I don't know. I, it, it's definitely a, a, a difficult like conversation to, to have a right answer for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's again. Yeah. I don't, I don't think there's necessarily like a right answer and it's tough. Cause like so many of these things are so accessible and like a lot of them have been built into the game at this point. And I think, you know, the the other times we've had these kind of conversations, I'm generally in favor of just make all of these things more accessible because none of these tools, like, are actually really preventable mm-hmm. in, 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 like, in a sustainable way where, like, if you want to, like, jumping back way towards the start of the conversation, like, have an application 
that calculates the gold of all of the people in game and tells you like how much gold their items are worth like sure you can you can like block certain things from like accessing the game directly but like you you couldn't stop like if i just had like an account that automatically spectates my game and then like looks at the screen and analyzes it like yeah Mm -hmm. there's nothing you can do about that or if i just have like a person over my shoulder doing the math for me on a little calculator (laughs) and like telling me right like at a certain point right like if you go like way back to like when people were fucking tracking timers on a notepad like Mm -hmm. you you can't stop it from happening so you might as well just make it available so that again everyone's on the same level where you know now instead of one player having an advantage everyone has this asset and it's it's just as good for everyone mm-hmm. um i completely kind of my agree take on it yeah i, um, I think so they like, should sorry I was, I was just gonna say i was gonna agree with you and say like i think they should implement all the basic things because i don't think any of these basic things are game breaking i think if anything they improve level of play you know what i mean yeah like mm-hmm. it, it improves decision making i just don't want it to remove decision making right like i think yeah you knowing that your raptor camp spawns at like in a minute 30 versus not knowing that um, you could assume you could. I guess there's an argument you could say it removes skill. I think it improves decision making, though, right? You can now know that, and you can like pl- uh, plan your path for bottom, right? Uh, it's not like telling. It's not saying, oh, you should go here right now and do this. Like, like I, I, I think it adds decision making if anything. Yeah, for jungle camps, I almost mm-hmm. feel like there should just be a timer as soon as you take it. Yeah, like I mean, may- maybe maybe it shouldn't if it is counter jungled and you have no knowledge mm-hmm. of when it was taken. Um, maybe then the timer could, I don't know, show up in a minute or something like that. But I, f- I feel like as soon as you kill it, like it, it should just, just be there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I, I and then like for how this happens, like in, in a perfect world, which I know this isn't how it would ever actually happen. But like what I would love to see is that these tools be like, tied more into the game so that they're more accessible as like add-ons that like i could get in the league of legends shop almost right Hmm. because like there there are like you know so many fucking games have like a huge modding community and like the games have built to accept that and like hey, here's a bunch of common mods that people like to add. Like, we didn't mm-hmm. add it to our game, but our community did. Like, sign up for it and use it. And it's like, they're not taking away any of the profits of the company who made the original game. And, like, 99% of the time, those are all, like, available and supported for free by people who just like the game, right? Yeah. So it's like, let me go into the store. And it's like, poor professor, cooldown tracker, subscribe, right? Like, you know mobilytics build optimizer let me you know i i want that oh this one that you know tracks this tendency i don't need that one i don't want that one like i'm not Mm going to sign up for it um and like it would be sick if those you know creators were like put into the client and maybe saw any kind of revenue but like obviously riot's not going to do that Mm -hmm. yeah um but but it would be cool for the people that like develop these tools to make league a better game to see some level of financial success outside of like ad revenue on their applications yeah 
Yeah, no, it's it's just the thing where like I, I think we're all in agreement that like the basic things should just be implemented by Riot. So like you don't have to go download a third party client and the game breaking stuff should probably just be denied, right? But we mm-hmm. don't really think there's yeah. too much game breaking stuff, like really. Mm-hmm. Like there's stuff that no. augments how you think about the game, but nothing is like like, mm-hmm. there's there's no ai models we will eventually be see this by the way I'm, we're starting yep. to see like pick ban models by the way which seem like they're getting pretty good um, that's crazy where like um like in theory like league at it with infinite like uh ai stuff could be like oh you should gank here now right like it's during the game telling you what to do right that would be mm-hmm. bad for the game yeah um and right now we're seeing stuff where you can enter in all nine characters and pick bands so your 10th pick or whatever and it will tell you like the best the highest possible yeah, yeah. probably like, based on your own like champion pool too yeah you can yeah and it's like it's getting really good um and it's like yeah that's not gonna win you the game right that's i guess the the counterpoint mm-hmm. but like it's definitely removing decision making like mm-hmm. you're not thinking about yeah. that you're just entering it in and it tells you this will win you the game like 65 percent of the time yeah mm-hmm. and, and i think like if if there was like let's say a tool like that you know if i if you jump back to my hypothetical where like these add-ons are just available in client right it's like that one just gets denied yeah. and then if you're using mm-hmm. it you're using like a third party like application that's denied and like you would get you know in, yeah. in trouble from riot for it and i think that they would have a lot more control that way because the marketplace is hosted by them right mm-hmm. they don't host the marketplace right now so then like anyone who wants to do anything can and it's just a matter of like do you get caught and again most yeah. of it just just doesn't matter but like you know let, let's say there's a, a mod that i can get that like lets me do the lease in insect combo yeah. right like like f- super far and we're like that that seriously will impact what's happening in the game yeah right like hey maybe that might be a fun thing to like turn on as like like just maybe in a custom game or like a normal but like obviously that would have to be like disabled for ranked or like disallowed entirely but you know in in the current way it exists like if i did that it's just do they catch me maybe Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's it's weird um i guess it can kind of lead us to our next discussion point where um the tft thing where this is the first set they've ever done it where like the all the tft websites are no longer going to have api access to specifically um the augment win rates and this set there's like legends that you can pick that kind of like augment like how the game goes and stuff like that they're going to also remove the win rates for those um going into next next patch i believe um so this is interesting so there's still going to be win rates like you can still like go to those websites and it'll show you like the best like boards and stuff to play um but no longer are you going to be able to be like oh this is the optimal augment for me to take here because it has the highest win rate and top four percentage um and i'm wondering a how do we think about that in tft i know nick you don't play too much tft Mm cool you play the most tft out of us and then b is there anything like this that could be implemented in the league? And we, would we like to see it implemented in the league? Because there's a lot of discussion about this right now in the TFT community where there's a handful of people, TFT is a very numbers game, um, that think this is bad because it will, uh, A, make the game harder for newer players because you don't know it's good or bad, and then B, only reward people who will, like, go to their way to, like, watch, like, a ton of, like, TFT content and pros and get their opinions on a ton of stuff. And the idea they're doing it is that, like, 
before we had like these things in the mainstream all the time, you would see different regions having different metas, right? Like different regions mm-hmm. would be like, oh, this is the best augment to go. Oh, this is the best build to go. Um, and now that it's becoming more and more popularized, like fucking, you go to any TFT streamer, they, they have an add-on, right? Like to, to show them uh, the shit, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it just feels like it's becoming more of like a number crunched game. And this is hopefully going to, I guess, hide a little bit of that, which it's weird because like, fuck it could they just not balance it better? I think is like the biggest like anti-riot decision here is like, couldn't you guys just balance the game better? So like, it doesn't matter like if we have these things, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Like I'm not enough into TFT to like really see the nuance, I guess. It's, it's tough because like with as many augments as there are, there are definitely ones that are just like specifically very good or very bad for your comp. Mm -hmm. Um, So right. Like if I took one that like gave all of my units attack speed, and I'm playing like a two mage carry with like a huge front line. It's like that's that's not gonna do very much for me. Or like like absolute worst case, it's like mm-hmm. okay, I'm I'm playing like, you know, one defensive trait and I get like the 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 augment that gives me like a spatula for another one. It's like, oh well I'm playing defenders, but it gave me a, a bruiser. So I guess now I have bruiser two. Like that's pretty useless. Or maybe I just like still only have bruiser one. Um, you know, the, the times where these matter a lot more are in pretty comparable ones where it's like, you know, oh, do you like, you know, I'm playing an AP comp. Do I want the one that gives me like spell crit? Do I want the one that gives me more mana regen? Do I want the one that like lets my front line last longer mm-hmm. so that I can cast more spells? I, I don't think it's a problem like having those win rates available, but I also don't think it's super necessary um you know I, I can see why they maybe want to take that away like you were saying to have it be a little bit less solved but like so so much of tft when you look at those numbers is like there's so many more factors behind mm-hmm. what's happening there than you really account for like people will be like oh this win rate you know on this augment is really good and it's like well, actually, it's only really good if you take it early, and if you take it as the third one, that goes down a lot. Or it's like, you also have to have played the comp correctly up to that point, or know how to play it with the augment, as opposed to, like, you know, maybe your items change because of the augment you got. Like, and 90% of TFT players aren't doing that, especially the ones who rely on, like, a site to do everything for them or an add-on. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's fine to keep it. I don't mind that they're taking it away, I guess. One thing that I would love to see Riot do is add a, a TFT practice tool. Yeah. Um, mm, okay. Because there's a lot of interactions in TFT, and there's a lot of bugs also that, like, TFT is riddled with bugs. If you watch, like, any TFT streamer, you'll you'll see a lot of that. Um, and there's a lot of interactions where you just don't know how it works or how it's supposed to work. And the only way to test it is to go into a normal game and like try and parse out what's happening yeah um right but it's like if i could go into custom tool and say like okay i want morgana on my board with these two augments against this champion what happens right and like i think that that would be a really healthy way for people who want to get into like the the nitty-gritty of it to see like what is best it's like yeah sure like go into practice tool build two eight character boards with like leveled up units and whatever items you want and whatever augments and like let them fight and see which one's better. And that's how you test which mm-hmm. augment is best. But like yeah. 
the, the fact that there are so many bugs and like interactions that you're not sure how they work um like for example one that uh was like really common la the last set is there is illusion augment where it's like every time he casts his spell you gain like experience um and for part of the set that worked during pve rounds and for part of the set it didn't what the <laughs> and it's like how do you know that and at some point they like turned it off and like because I, I i know this specifically because like I had had used it and had like leveled up during PVE rounds and like, and then I was like watching a TFT streamer and they were asking like, Hey, does this work in PVE? And I was like, yeah, hundred percent it does. And it didn't work on theirs. And I like went back in my VOD and I checked it from like two weeks prior and it did work. And there was nothing in the patch notes that said that they had changed it. Mm. So I don't know if it had just bugged or if they just decided to make that change without documenting. It. And it's like, come on. Like if you, if you play TFT seriously, you'd be like so upset with the level of like, production quality and quality control interesting yeah. I, that's kind of wild the last thing before uh we transition this into like how it could be seen in league would be uh i just wanted to mention that another thing they wanted to like really push was that before this was really popular there'd be a lot more discussion about like what's the best stuff and it created like a much more healthy environment versus like oh you're wrong because you went this and this one's a higher win rate sort of thing um Whereas, like, obviously, like, there's actually opinions because we didn't actually know that data. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, how this would actually be seen in League. Like, could do, do we want to see a world where um, maybe not, like, champion win rates, obviously, but, like, maybe, like, build win rates or, um, I guess, like, what's more obscure? Because, like, obviously, it's not all of TFT's stuff, but um, I guess build win rates would be a thing or rune win rates. Or, or yeah, like, like, runes and items would be, like, my first go-to thing. Or, like, matchups, like... like, win rates, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it. Um, I, I know it's hard because like this stuff has access to us now, so it's kind of difficult to kind of see the impact once it's gone. Um, but I mean, I'm I'm kind of down with just removing information and having people figure it out for themselves. I think that's a like that's a fine way to to play the or to like develop the game and have it be played. Like personally. Yeah, I mean personally, I would I would love to see build win rates gone. Um, I think matchup win rates could stay in the game. Um, I could see like stuff like duo bottom like win rates like being removed by all I like I use those things I use matchup win rates mm -hmm. and I use duo win rates a lot but I also think like maybe it'd be good if I just like thought about like what could be good into their comp and stuff like that or what could be good paired with like this character or I could even just ask my teammate what he wants me to play with his character right like even if it's not like the most optimal form of League of Legends I think thinking about the game more or creating more discussion around stuff is just positive in general right Mm -hmm. yeah i agree and that's that's like sort of I, I guess why like it's it's just not very fun i think to have an environment where everything can be looked up and and you know not having to go in and actually do the math or or play the matchup is is like the best way to do it because you could just find someone else who's done it for you i guess mm -hmm. yeah it's one thing that i think is really like interesting is that like jumping back to tft it's it's a much like more finite game and much more solvable and, and it's odd like obviously it's just because the player base is so much smaller but like it's odd that nobody's like created a machine learning model and like an ai to play tft or at least not that i'm aware of because it, it should just be able to do it like infinitely better than like any player right like, yeah they can like perfectly calculate the odds of like okay 
I, I'm, I'm aware of every champion that's on everyone's board and their bench. So I know how many are in the pool and how many are like, you know, what the odds are at this level. And so like, you know, statistically, what is, you know, the problem I need to roll, you know, four times to hit my champion, you know, and like do all of that so much better. And I, I just find it funny that like, I haven't seen any of that. And it's probably just cause again, it'd be a lot of work. Yeah, it's but probably like, just hard. <laughs> you, could, you could certainly have an add-on that, like, outside of, like, telling you, you know, what augments to take, you know, it's like, okay, make this item, make it now, put it on this character, and, like, position this here, and roll now, and level now, and, like, could just do all of that for you. Yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, TFC is an easy game, but I do think it's a game that could just be solved, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, but in, in the same way that, like, chess is just a finite game yep. that's very solvable, mm-hmm. right? Where it's, like... Yeah, you're never going to be better than a computer that is actually, you know, at that level. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a lot more steps in TFT, but ultimately, right, like it can it can figure out all of those things. Yeah, I, I just I always feel bad because like I, I do like sometimes act as if TFT is an easy game, which it's not. Um, but it is a very solvable game. And I, I just hate how much information's in the game, like compared to like yeah. like it feels like league isn't a solvable game right because there's mm-hmm. so many micro decisions that happen every second of the game um mm-hmm. you're not you're not making something that fucking auto wins league games unless it can like do stuff like script and shit like that right whereas like tft yeah similar to chess like chess is fucking hard man like i don't think anyone's arguing like chess is an easy game but it is a solvable game right and i, I think yeah. there's mm-hmm. some merit to like if you like look stuff up while playing tft it feels like less of a video game than league of legends yeah, and I feel like there's also something to be said about in, in finite games like that, like, a lot of the fun is trying to figure it out yourself, right? Oh, for like, sure. yeah. it, it's not fun playing chess if every other move I'm just looking up what Stockfish is telling me to do and making that move instead of trying to, like, do it myself. Yeah. It's not fun playing TFT if instead of trying to, like, figure it out and build my own items, I just have a site telling me, roll now build this item put this character here like i i'm not playing the game anymore um, yeah you know for sure. and, and that's i think something that maybe gets away from some people in the pursuit of like doing everything right is like hey you know don't don't you want to play the game too or are you just gonna let the, the program do it mm-hmm. hey that's how i feel about people playing earth so. <laughs> true <laughs> uh cool do you want to hop into the round table that was a good discussion yeah, we should. Cool. Last week's question was, uh, Riot just decides to remove the ability uh, uh, ability leveling rules, and you are now allowed to max an ability by level 5 uh, instead of level 9. What champions uh, are altered by this? Ooh. What do you try? From our Twitter, uh, Nas Ejo says, I could see Jinx skipping points in abilities besides Q, but let's be honest, uh, outside of a coordinated play where you can tailor team-wide strats to not mitigate having all spells, it would mostly result in skills maxed at 8, thus strengthening champions like Vlad. Yeah, I think that's kind of what yeah. we came down to, is like most characters would just like maybe not point a point in like, or second point in one of their abilities um, before 9, but... Mm-hmm. From our Discord, uh, Ryan VT12 says, turning your W to max, uh, max to remove ADAD from your level five opponent. <laughs> that is <laughs> That's really so dude, funny. Trin support might actually be played if that was the case. Like as like a, yeah, as, like, no, it wouldn't be good, but it would be goofy. It, it mm-hmm. is goofy. It's wild how much AD and like that W max trend used to be a very viable thing into top lane opponents where they'd be like, 
they'd have 100 AD and you're reducing their AD by like 85. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crazy. Um, cool. Next is from Casey Stranger. Says, I'm not sure how, sure how good it is, but support Ash with four second cooldown at rank five feels really dumb. Just got to the point and realized Colton has already had my idea. <laughs> um, Brandon said, hear me out. Singed Q. You don't need to go uh, do, do anything, but run around mm. like a madman with proxy waves uh, everywhere. Honestly, Singed wouldn't be true. Awful. Like, because you could just proxy and it wouldn't really matter anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool mm-hmm. um and then ejax said insta insta max ergot w sucks missing the early <laughs> e level but having a w be toggleable at level five or pre-level nine would be pretty great <laughs> that is really funny cool uh this week's question is what are your goals for next splits ranked climb smiley face um interesting i don't know if i've announced this on the show yet um i am going to be starting a new job in um july so i think it may and i'm not sure how much time i'm gonna have to to dedicate to to climbing league um so i don't know i'm I'm hoping it's not my not my last like split that i'm able to progress a bunch and climb but i'm finding it hard to identify uh where um i could i could find the time to to play as many games as i have <laughs> when you're losing a work from home league of legends day a week <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well because i want to spend so. my free time doing free time with my significant other so i want to spend my work time playing mm-hmm. yeah. 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 yeah understandable <laughs> cool um so i guess for me i would like to like hit diamond in significantly less games than it normally takes me because it normally takes me quite a while um, well i feel like you hit diamond really fast and then you hit master really fast and then you also hit diamond again really fast <laughs> <laughs> maybe this this year i did that but typically it takes me a while gotcha to get out even even this year it took me a, a minute because i i probably killed like a hundred games playing like weird stuff and then i just like one trick Jarvan for a bit and like shot to master mm. um which is why I like nyla is like my fifth most played characters because i played a bunch of her when i was goofing around at the beginning of the season um but so like there's that and then you know with our mid challenge like that i i am really interested to see where i end up um i i think i i'm like 99 percent sure i can like make it to diamond playing mid only um but i I don't feel like that's a hundred percent it's got to be right remember it's gonna be harder this year in theory bottom of diamonds like gonna be top emerald so um but i i i'm hoping to be able to like hit d1 because like i've i've played mid in d1 but i don't know if i've ever like climbed d1 with mid exclusively Mm, or like mid primary um and i feel like i like mid and top are the only roles that i like I guess really haven't hit like master playing primarily mm-hmm. um so that, that that would be like a big goal for me it's like if i can hit mid master playing like mid primarily you know that would at least a little bit to me justify like the stupid shit i do where i pick 100 characters a season and play every role mm-hmm. cool Maybe. um big yeah goals. mine is uh i'm planning on playing so it's weird. I think I'm going to play as much ranked, but I don't think I'm going to actually play as much main ranked, if that makes sense. Okay. Um, I think there's no progression left is my issue. 
um, the gap between master and grandmaster is so fucking crazy. And then you also have to maintain it too, uh, which is my, that's my biggest issue with like league right now. So I, I think I'm kind of, I'm not done with rank, but I'm very much not going to be like playing it until like end of season rewards time where I'll, I'll still try to hit master. I think I'm, I still think I can consistently do that, but like, fuck man, like the difference between me just like being able to get master in like 15, 20 games and me trying to get grandmaster which is another like 700 lp is like actually yeah. insane like <laughs> yeah it's hard i i because i kind of feel the same way like it, it almost feels like you've beaten um like ranked you know because yeah. realistically like of the three of us aiden i think you have the highest chance of of being able to finish um you know not uh not master tier but i, I guess we all we all could do it it would just be like difficult um so like what do you what do you do at that point like yeah i mean like i'm even in a scenario where it's like it's like almost doable right like i still just don't play enough is like yeah like, yeah a um but like that's just like i'm not gonna use that excuse i realized I, I could play more um but like i'm playing like like i'll check the match history of my last game i just played here's the n- nine other players um 480 points uh, 200, mm-hmm. 600, ma- Grandmaster, by the way, 450, 700, uh, 350, 400, 450, 400. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, so like in theory, if I just play play and I maintain a 50% win rate, I will get to 450 LP, right? That's because that's the MMR I'm playing it, right? If I maintain mm-hmm. a 50% win rate, uh, I might still have like even good gains at that point, but like I'm still 200 points away. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, it's so crazy, man. Yeah. It's just hard. Reminder, it's dude, hard. fucking Master Zero LP is to, to rank one is uh, the same LP difference as Master Zero LP to Bronze 3. <laughs> and that's not yeah. fucking accounting the fact that, like, obviously, like, the higher up you get on the ladder, it exponentially gets harder. to Dude, it's insane, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what they should do either. Like, <laughs> Yeah, it almost feels like there should have been another rank between Master and Grandmaster. Or have Grandmaster just be, like, 500 lp the cutoff is um the cutoff for challenger would would change i guess i don't know Uh, it's just uh, it's it's an unsolvable issue when you have like a capped thing right like it will always be inflated somewhere um but fuck man it it is hard um it just Mm. it's just more demotivating right like you you just have to play early in the season so that way you're like oh yeah yeah in Mm, theory if i did this at the beginning season because grandmaster opens at 300 lp i want to say um like if if I was this LP right now, I'd be like a hundred points away, right? Mm-hmm. But it just goes up and it goes up. But I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll hit another lucky streak. I did go from zero to two hundred points without losing a game, so maybe I can go from two hundred to four hundred without losing a game. And then I only need another two hundred after. That. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man, it's crazy. Uh, anyways, uh, that's not to be super sad, but I want to play like uh, a lot of mid. I want to play. I want to have a support account. I want to have an eighty carry account. I want to have a jungle account. I want to play on all those, um, and then not get them to master tier because I don't think I want to play enough to maintain master tier. But I can maintain like four games a month for like an account. I think for a couple accounts. Mm-hmm. Because I can let doable. them drop if I'm bored as well. It's not a big deal. Yeah. But cool. Um, if you want to tell us uh, what your goals are for next split, you can hit us up on our Twitter at LeagueCast. You can send us an email at mail at LeagueCastPodcast.com. You can come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. Discord.gg slash LeagueCast. 
We're going to move into mail fight. It looks like we got three this week. Um, first is from Dr. Damage. Hey, Lee Casker, my name is Tyler, and this may be a fairly long email. Hope it, that's okay. I started listening to the podcast around January of this year, and I must say I really do enjoy listening to it. Uh, around this time, I started listening when I started a new job. I work Monday to Friday with Tuesdays off, so I always look forward to listening when I get back to work on Wednesday. Uh, when I hear you guys talk about your league games throughout the week and your current ranks, I always wonder if I caught any of you in my ranked games with this session uh, being my peak of D2 as of Monday, June 19th. Uh, at times, I think about stopping, but when I played Clash, I went against a full challenger team with the streamer Dragoon. I don't know if you guys know who that is, and we got murdered and BM'd. Even with us getting com completely dumpstered, I never felt more enlightened and more encouraged to get better and climb higher on ranked. Sorry for the long email. Uh, long your guys... Oh, love your guys' stream, and don't give up the rank grind from Dr. Damage. It's so funny, after we all just talk about fucking... <laughs> <laughs> not wanting to play as much ranked. <laughs> that is really funny, actually. It is. Yeah. I, I think one like uh, really like good point is that like after getting like crushed by players who are way better than you, like obviously it feels shitty in the moment, but also there's uh, part of me at least who feels like this a lot, where it's like, damn, I want to play again because like that's what good league looks like. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, right? There's where definitely you're... like a lot to learn when you're just getting your ass beat. You know, mm -hmm. you're like, oh, wait, th things can go this smoothly when mm -hmm. you're ahead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it sucks that they like flamed you as they were winning. But you yeah, know. that 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 is pretty cheeks. <laughs> mm -hmm. I also like the like worrying about it being too long email when it's like eight lines. Yeah, it's definitely like a, a good sized one. It's not keep too long. it. Keep it under a page and we're happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you for the email, Dr. Damage. Good luck in your ranked climb. And maybe we'll even see you out there on the rift. Next Hell yeah. Email is from Kevin. Hi, gents. Just wanted to add my thoughts in regards to the hostility towards TSM leaving LCS that seemed confusing to many. For full disclosure, I've been a fan of the LCS since its inception and have been a Cloud9 fan since they joined the org. So I am somewhat biased against TSM from a fan perspective. While I agree that people should be grateful to orgs like TSM, DIG, CLG, and the other OGs for what they have done to make the LCS happen, and for building the fanbase, it seems to me that TSM in particular, in no small part due to Reggie's leadership, have been very quick to turn their back on the scene that they, that they claimed to have loved for so long. For longtime LCS viewers, we all remember the days of TSM dominance. You could never fully count them out of any split. Their tenacity and heart was a tough thing to overcome, and while I always rooted against them, I could not deny their talent and drive. However, mm -hmm. over the last couple years, TSM has been faltering. For me, this all began in the 2019 season when they made the claim that they would be fully behind Acadian as their starting jungler, only to reverse that decision about a week later. TSM, mainly Reggie, showed that he wasn't really ready, he wasn't really someone who would be true to their word and stick behind their players. Several failed experiments later, including the disastrous Korean roster, it really feels like TSM have been trying to buy their way into another championship rather than actually develop any talent for the scene. The stories from players about how toxic an environment TSM was in comparison to the other orgs is startling. While many TSM fans are kind and decent people, there's not an insubstant there's a non-insubstantial part of them that are horribly negative to their own favorite team should they ever make a mistake. Reggie seemed determined to prove that he was smarter than the other owners by buying teams he believed would outperform his competition, even with a lower overall cost. Needless to say, he failed in this endeavor. 
Fast forward to now, where it seems like Reggie's stance is, if I can't automatically win LCS every year because we're TSM, I'll just go do it in another region. I understand the drive he that he has to want to win, but even I, a TSM hater, believe that this is going to be bad for the health of the LCS. It's a storied organization, turning their back on his fans and the region they help build. If TSM can leave, anyone can, which makes it a riskier proposition to sponsors. So if a team is going to make this kind of decision, I believe it's natural reaction for fans to have the response of, okay then, good riddance, Reggie and TSM might have shown their hand, and some longtime fans don't like it. I only hope that if they do go to the LPL, they won't end up making Worlds or MSI and trounce the LCS representatives with the talent that region has. Sorry for the long email, and have a wonderful day, Kevin. Yeah, I mean, I... I definitely understand like that perspective. Um, I, I don't know though. I, I feel like people have hated on TSM for a long time because they haven't found a lot of success, which as a CLG fan, like has definitely happened a a ton. Um, And it just feels like, it just feels so weird for for that to be the case like it, you're you're hating on a team because what they're trying isn't working and it, it almost feels like no matter what they try like it, it doesn't really matter unless they win worlds like that's that's literally the only thing that you, you will get certain teams out of um like the the holes that they're in so i i don't know i feel like i i feel like it's a it's a little strange to like hate tsm as much as a lot of people seem to um, but also, uh, you know, they are kind of digging the hole for themselves. So, yeah, like, I think it's maybe a little much, but I, I, I can definitely see where people are coming from. Um, I, I think that like, again, I'm not to make any excuses for Reggie. I, I not, not a, not a person I'm a fan of, yeah. um, but like it, it is tough to be TSM in that like most of the fan base, especially like those who were like their older fan base came to a certain level of expectations where like, if you're not winning two out of every three splits, you're failing as an org. Like, Mm -hmm. even if you go like, if you go like one, two, two, like that is a disappointing like series of splits for TSM fans, which is insane. And like, that's why they can't do anything internally and why they have to like and why they're trying to like constantly flip around their roster to make something happen and make the magic like Mm -hmm. get get a fucking first place and it's like because if they get third with a roster that's steady their their fans are gonna flame them um which sucks but like that's been the reality um Mm -hmm. for sure not to say that this is i think the right decision in response to that but like I, i can definitely see why they have done like so much shifting and like oh, we're going to use this player. Oh, we're going to bench him. Oh, we're going to use this player. No, we're going to do this one. We're going to trade this. We're going to buy this roster. It's like, because literally if they're not first place, like if they're second place, their fans are going to be pissed at them. Mm -hmm. But that's the case for like a lot of competitive things. And I think it's like starting to be realized in, you know, the the LCS community that that's the case. But it's, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's really weird to, to see it happen. Thank you, Kevin. Our last email is from Chad. Hello, uh, Henlo League Casters. If the Mail Fight theme song from last episode doesn't get sung, it will be ruinous to my day 
I have no idea what it was. Uh, I have <laughs> I have no memory. I remember us doing one, but I don't remember what it is. So, um, uh, anyways, how do y'all deal with tilt while playing League? Being older than I was when I started playing, I can notice myself getting tilted and know to not be toxic and to just take a break. But I seem to get so tilted so quickly. And besides just having a better mental, I can't help but get so aggravated at times. How do you all manage it? Thanks, Chad. Um, that's, that's a, a very interesting one. Um, because I think it is really difficult for a lot of people to kind of recognize that, um, they are tilted. So I guess the, the, the fact that you've already identified that is, is good. Um, I think that for me, like I, I, think i also have noticed myself getting tilted more um but i also like to think of the game that you're playing as just like one part of the giant hole that you are um playing throughout the entire season right like okay if you get a um like an inter in one game and it costs you your promos like it can suck a lot um, but it also is just one game over the course of the entire, uh, uh the entire year. So I, yeah. I, I don't know. I think it, if you look at it through, like through that lens, it's, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, so there's the, you know, like decision-making framework that people use where it's like, how will I feel about something in like five minutes, five days, five weeks, five years, yeah. or like whatever number, you know, you could do it with two, three, eight, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like trying to gain that perspective and i think especially in league like that can really help you know it's tough to do in the moment but it's like whatever is upsetting me in this game currently i will not remember two weeks from now yeah like it's not even that i won't be upset about it it's that i literally will have forgotten it like Mm -hmm. I, i cannot tell you who the last player is i reported and why and i probably did it two days ago yeah right like yeah because it just doesn't matter and like you gotta move on i mean you know obviously there's always the tips of like take a break between games stand up walk around get some water you know if chat is what's tilting you mute chat um you know but as like a big picture thing if like you're noticing yourself getting upset really quickly and like consistently you know try and reframe your your attitude right it's just a game and these things won't matter like you you could even maybe try like an exercise right like when you're when you're feeling super tilted about what some person did like put it down on a sticky note put it in an envelope and like date it a month out and then a month from then try and remember yeah what was i I mad about like you know you know the cled into his lane oh no the the, uh, no i have you're not gonna know what it was outside of maybe the fact that you like took the time to write the note Mm -hmm. but like i I don't know it's it's very short term and again it's it's so easy to get caught up in it in in the like scope of a game but you know try try to at the very least like keep it contained within the game and like you know if it's ruining your whole day maybe try and like take some more serious steps yeah for sure for sure um cool did you have anything else to add 
No, that's about it. So thanks for the email, Chad. And I believe that was the last one. So we can start wrapping things up, Nick. That was it. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you'd like to send us an email, it's leecastpodcast.com. Watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Basket and leecastfrost. On Twitter, we are leecast. On Facebook, we are leecast. Visit our website, leecastpodcast.com. Join our Discord server, discord.gg forward slash leecast, and support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash leecast. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.